Welcome to the Bible Reading Plan podcast by Victory Point. One of the best ways to grow as a disciple of Jesus is to read and reflect on Scripture daily. We created this podcast to guide you through our daily Bible reading plan that helps us dwell in God's Word as we grow together in listening to the Spirit. Whether you're on your commute, doing dishes, or just getting up in the morning, we're glad you tuned in. Good morning, and welcome to the Bible Reading Plan Podcast. My name is Brendan McConaughey, and I am your faithful host. And today, I am joined by our guests for the podcast. They are going to be with us all week, husband and wife, Rick and Cher. You guys want to uh, just introduce yourselves? Hello, this is Rick Velderman. Hi, this is Cher Velderman. Okay, so... Tell, give us a little 401 about you two. Um, who are you? Um, what is your life like right now? Just give us a little insight into you guys. Well, we've been a member at Victory Point since Victory Point has begun. Founding we members. One of the founding families that went to that. And we've been married for quite a few years, 42 two years. Uh, lived in the Holland area all our lives. We are both retired, so we can enjoy the better things in life right now. Um, we go to Florida during the winter months and enjoy that, and hopefully we can do that again this year. Yeah, that was the best part of being retired and being old as grandparents. We have yes. two in Zealand, two little girls, and uh, one little guy that lives in Florida. Uh, that's sweet. So you guys went away to Florida this last year. And right. so you hadn't been at Victory Point since like November last year. Is that right? right. You guys left for Florida? Right. And then uh, when it was time for you to come back, um, Victory Point was shut down. Yeah. So you guys weren't able to like be in the building until September? Yes. Yeah. That's, that's a good 10 months. Yeah. 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 That's uh, what was that like for you guys? Oh, it was weird. Yeah. It was I had a hard time on that that day not tearing up. Yeah. Um we missed the place. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, there's something spe- not, as much as we say the church is not a building, um there's something special about a place. You know, whether it's the place you go to in Florida, you guys have a house there or do you rent different places? We rent a condo there. But it's always the same one. Yeah. Yes. So there's something special about that condo, that the feel of when you walk in and, and the smells and the, you know, just what yeah. it feels like getting down there. Yeah. And it cues your body into, we are now in Florida. And it's like, right. you know. It's when you walk out on the deck and look out over the golf. That's, that's when it hits you. There it is. Maybe for, yeah. Golf yeah. for you. Maybe, maybe not for me. But um, Victory Point is especially... Um, in, special in our hearts because Rick and I were on the building committee. Yeah. Um, when the building was being built, so we with several other yeah, there was uh, couples, a hand, handful of us, five or six couples. Um, yeah, we chose all the furniture and the wow. carpeting and the curtains, and you know we did we we drew up the plans and worked with the worked contractors with the, yep. and. So um, for us, it's like almost like our house. We, you know, it feels like part yeah. of us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's really special. 
Um, so are you saying that, uh, that we have you to blame for the uh, big purple curtain that goes across? Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, I don't know if I chose the purple, but yes. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> well, that's really special. And uh, we're glad to, that you guys are back. You guys have, when are you guys going to be headed out to Florida? December 30 we, is our plans right now to leave. We oh, are going to fly down to our son over Thanksgiving for five days and then return. And then that's right. hopefully December 30th. Yeah will be gone until March 20th or something like that. December 30 is uh, my anniversary. Oh, so cool. You'll just have to think of that when you're flying down to Florida. It'll be the top of your mind, I'm sure. <laughs> right, when we're driving. We were just saying this morning, it's going to be different driving down there because if the restaurants are closed and gas stations and hotels and yep. I don't know, we'll, we'll see. I said, well, maybe not every state's going to be like Michigan. Yeah. Maybe once we're out of Michigan, we'll be good. So. Yeah. We'll see. Well, speaking of uh, comfort and, you know, places that are good to be back to, we're going to read from Isaiah 40 today, Isaiah 40 verses 1 through 11. And um, every guest on Monday is new to the podcast. We've had very few guests who like repeat guests. So I usually try to find someone new. So the way this is going to work is we're going to read this scripture passage. Um, if you guys would, wouldn't mind, one of you guys could read it. And then uh, after you read it, we'll just wonder together what God could be saying to us in the middle of the passage. Anything that we notice, anything that we're troubled by, anything that we love or we don't love. And we'll talk about it for about 10 minutes. And then we'll, be, uh, we'll kind of kick out of this one and we'll join back tomorrow for that podcast. So um, would one of you be willing to read Isaiah 40 verses 1 through 11 for us? Sure, I'll read it. Thank you, Cher. Comfort, comfort, my people, says your God. Speak tenderly to Jerusalem and protect, proclaim to her that her hard service has been completed, that her sin has been paid for, that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all her sins. A voice of one calling in the desert, prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight in the wilderness a highway for our God. Every valley shall be raised up, every mountain and hill made low. The rough ground shall become level, the rugged places a plain. And the glory of the Lord will be revealed, and all mankind together will see it. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. A voice says, cry out. And I said, what shall I cry? All men are like grasses and all their glory is like the flowers of the field. The grass withers and the flowers fall because the breath of the Lord blows on them. Surely the people are grass. The grass withers and the flowers fall, but the word of our God stands forever. You who bring good tidings to Zion, go up on a high mountain. You who bring good tidings to Jerusalem, Lift up your voice with a shout, lift it up, do not be afraid. Say to the towns of Judah, here is your God. See the sovereign Lord comes with power and his arm rules for him. See his reward is with him and his recompense accompanies him. He tends, like flock, he, he tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those that have young. 
Right. Thank you, Cher. So what's one thing that either of you just observe or notice about this passage? Um, I was, there's several things that I love about this passage. Um, verse 11 um, stood out to me. Um, he tends his flock like a shepherd. He gathers the lambs in his arms and he carries them close to his heart. He gently leads those that have young. Um, that to me was just very comforting. Um, you know, just knowing that he gathers us in his arms and he carries us close to his heart. Hmm. Yeah, it's a sweet image, isn't it? The image of a yeah. shepherd. Um, and that close to their close to his heart um, language is really sweet. And the image of you being a sheep carried close to Jesus' heart is really um really comforting, isn't it? Yeah. Correct. Wow. Well, how about you, Rick? I had I had the same one eleven was was on my list here also. Um it's just comforting to to know that and, and then you know, he talks about the grass and the flowers, they wither and die, but the word of God endures forever. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Why do you think, why do you think they need comfort so much? Like what, and, and maybe even for you guys, you guys both notice things about comfort. Um, why do you think comfort is sticking out to you? And why do you think that's important right now for you in your own lives? Well, I think with everything that's going on between with the pandemic and everything, it's just comforting to know that God is there for us. Yeah. That that with all the problems of the world, you know, he can resolve this. Yeah. Yeah. I also liked verse two and um I substituted my own name for mm. Jerusalem. And when it when you read it, it says, Speak tenderly to Sherry and proclaim to her that her hard service has been completed and that her sin has been paid for and that she has received from the Lord's hand double for all of her sins. Hmm. And just reading that in that way just, hmm. you know, made me think that it sure is comforting and reassuring to know that he has paid for our sins. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be a moment where it's all over, <laughs> you know, where we're going to hear voices, a voice from Jesus that says, you know what? Enough is enough. You've served your term. You've suffered enough. You've gone through enough. Um, it's time for me just to comfort you. And all your sins are covered. And um, I think we hear that from Jesus on the cross, you know, to say, hey, this is, this is the end. Like, but we also look forward to hearing that from Jesus when he returns, you know, to go, you know what? When Jesus returns, He's finally going to say to us, enough is enough. Um, no more crying, no more death, no more sickness. And um, come enjoy the presence of Jesus. You know, carry you close to his heart. So there's kind of an already but not yet kind of thing going on in this passage. I think where we hear those words now of comfort. Um, and we also look forward to when, um, when it will be final. You know, so I think, yeah, that is really good news. I think what was standing out to me was um, all people are grass. Their constancy is like the flower of the field. And I just began to imagine like right now there's just, there are, I know we're talking about, uh, you know, people being like grass, um, but there's a, you know, I, I take my grass clippings and I throw them in a big pile 
to compost. And it doesn't take long for the grass to just start breaking down and just withers up, you know, and it literally gets eaten by all the little microorganisms and stuff and turns into dirt, you know, um, from, from dust we come and to dust we will return. Right. Um, yeah. we were walking through a cemetery, uh, a, a couple of weeks ago, uh, with our, our house church, um, which I guess is not a house church anymore for meeting outside in a cemetery. <laughs> but uh, we, were, we were going on a hike and, and uh, one of the uh, people said, uh, oh, my grandparents are buried in the cemetery right here. So we decided to take a little detour and walk through the cemetery. And um, I was just kind of looking at it through my daughter's eyes in his simple terms, like all these people have turned into grass, you know, like, like all, the, all these bodies are, what, what happened to all these people? You know, like we, we, we die and then we have faith in the resurrection. You know, we have trust in the resurrection of Jesus, even though our bodies wither, um, whether they wither while we're alive or definitely while we're dead and uh, they decompose. And yet Jesus has promises like this, that even though people fade like grass or like flowers of the field, that uh, he's one day going to restore us um, and the, uh, you know, when the breath of the Lord blows upon it, surely the people are grass, right? But um, the word of the Lord will stand forever. So I think God is also going to blow on us and give us the breath of life again, you know, breathe the resurrection back onto us, just like he does the disciples after his resurrection. So this passage gives me hope, you know, like uh, as I'm reflecting on, you know, my own mortality and thinking about people I know who have passed on, um, there's hope that even though our bodies wither and, and fade, that um, that we have eternal hope in the resurrection of Jesus to rescue us from from death. So yeah. Yeah. yes, it's full circle. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So definitely a, a passage of comfort and um, blessing and uh, tenderness, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Anything absolutely. else you guys want to just pull out of this passage? Um, I like the last half of verse nine, lift up your voice with a shout, lift it up and do not be afraid. Um, you know, it's just, we're so fortunate to live in a country and in a place where we're free to worship Yeah, and we don't have to hide, um, hide our Bibles and right. hide from worshiping and praying, you know, we can go to a restaurant in front of people in anywhere um we're just so fortunate to to be able to do that yeah yeah compared to the rest of the world that they 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 you can't do that every place absolutely thank god for that yeah all right well thank you guys um and thank you listeners for joining us today um be comforted that even though your body or your life may feel like it's withering um the word of our god stands forever And um, that can be a word of comfort for all of us today. So go in peace and we will be back with you tomorrow, uh, Tuesday. Tomorrow is the 1st of December, you guys. That is crazy. So we're going to be reading Psalm 85, verses 1 through 2 and then 8 through 13. We'll join back with you then. Talk to you then. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Bible Reading Plan podcast. If you have any reflections on the scripture we just read, please click the link in the show notes to leave us a voice message. We'd love to hear from you. 
let me send you on your way with a blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up the light of his countenance upon you and give you his peace. Thank you.